This is the Brain Dead Podcast. This is Larry. And this is Zombie Girl TJ. I'm a little less sniffly, a little less coffee, a little less achy, but hey, we're going to try and get through this anyways. And this is sort of like a part two of the podcast that we just finished up, but we're going to keep it in 30-minute increments because we like them. Yes, and maybe not talk... Well, I'm still going to mention video games because there's so many other things that went on. Well, and I'm going to mention one post-election thing, even okay. though I said I wanted to be done talking about it. Please, please go to michaelmore.com and look at his blog posts about things you can do to fix this. Because he's got, like, lists of five things you can do today, and then the next day it's, like, five things you can do today, and things like that. And you don't need to do them all, but do a couple of them. Like, call somebody, write somebody, do something. It will make you feel less... Helpless. I remember yes. I had a ding in my windshield one time, and I took it into one of those places, not not Novus, but another place. Or maybe it was Novus. I don't know. It was years ago. And there was a, a rough, tough gal sitting behind the desk, and she was like the business owner. So she was like the office manager, and I think she had people who worked for her to actually do the physical um, filling in of the dings on the windshield. But uh-huh. she was in charge of everything. And so I went in to talk to her, fill out the paperwork, do the, you know, make sure there was no deductible, blah, blah, blah. And she had a bumper sticker stuck to her bulletin board and it said, don't just sit there. And I said, I kind of like your bumper sticker. That, that's a, that's a good motto. She said, when I bought this business, it was in a shambles and there was stacks of paperwork everywhere. There were, there were vendor invoices that hadn't been paid. There were, you know, customer letters that hadn't been answered. There was this, there was that, there was the other thing. And all I could do was just sit there like a deer in the headlights and look at this mess on my desk. And then I saw this bumper sticker and put it up there to remind me. It's like, don't just sit there. Do some little thing because then you'll feel like you accomplished something. Then you'll be able to do some other thing. And the things will get better and cumulatively they'll get bigger. And and the more you do, the more you'll feel like you can do. So please, if you're like me and you're... Uh, unable to think straight, just do some little thing. Call yes. call somebody, call an electorate voter in some red state and and ask them to change their vote, to be a faithless electorate. And that's and, all I want to say. And with that, it's like I, when I put my name on the change.org yeah. thing, and now I'm getting emails from them. I Apparently they want me to sign a petition to uh, free the dolphins forced to jump through fire. Hits. And that is the unfortunate <laughs> thing about supporting any organization that does good. Okay, whether it's a petition or um, I know a lot of you don't like the Human Rights Council or Commission or whatever they are, HRC. HRC. And, and stuff. you know, and 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 I don't really support them a lot, but they don't they're not bad people. They just are annoying people. Um, but, yeah, every time you sign a petition online or ask for more information or make a donation, you're going to get on a mailing list and just be aware that you can <coughs> go and change your your, settings. your settings, your subscriptions, so you don't get as many. I don't get any more emails from HRC. And, oh, speaking of, of cool organizations that actually get shit done, mm. ACLU.org, the American Civil Liberties Union, love them, and they are they're gearing up for battle. They're mm-hmm. going to make sure that if Trump actually gets in the White House, that he can't do what he promised to do in terms of taking away people's civil liberties. And that includes same-sex marriage, and that includes dis- you know not discriminating against people because of their sexual orientation. And 
you know, they are a big organization and they can do a lot and they have lots and lots and lots of really smart people and smart lawyers and hardworking people. And they're not too bad about spamming you. They also have a petition up there right now that needs some more signatures, or at least it did when I signed it, that asking the justice, the Department of Justice to cease military type action at the Standing Rock site where the Dakota Access Pipeline is trying to go through. Yes. You know, and it's like not telling them to stop the pipeline, not telling them they have to reroute it, but to stop sicking dogs on people and shooting them with rubber bullets and tear gassing them and whatever else they're doing. I know. And on top of all of that, then all those guys that down in Oregon. That, oh, don't, don't even go there, Larry. Oh, my God. The fucking oh militia. My God. And they just like, okay, free to I go. I, That's bullshit. If that was the only thing that was going on right now, I would look in, I would read up right. on that to find out what the hell went wrong. Did somebody taint some evidence? Did somebody screw up in their prosecution of them? Because there is no way it made that, no fucking sense. that those guys got off without any punishment at all. So anyways, I don't know. That's... Anyway. Okay. I can't care about that right now. I have to focus <laughs> on things that it's I like, can do something about. <laughs> One pile of bullshit at a time, please. Exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. Lately, it's like... <sighs> Oh, I stopped, like I mentioned in the last episode, I stopped playing WoW because I wanted to focus on some other stuff. Because I was going to be working on, like, you know, say NaNoWriMo. And right. Then do a book illustration And for thing, those of you who don't know, that means National no- Novel wait, Writing Month. Novel Writing Month. So it's the month of November. Yes. You, you write a 50,000 word novel. Yes. Which I did last year. You did. Still hadn't finished it. I did the fifty over fifty thousand oh, yeah. words, but I need to go back and rewrite it. Cat well, you got you got you got substantially done with it. Although I think you still wanted to work on the ending, right? Uh, well, yeah, well, yes, and I need to flesh it out a lot more. Okay. But the thing is, like right now, I'm like creatively, creatively, creatively. Yes, creatively spent. It's like I right right now. I can't I can't focus on anything. Right. Uh, granted, I'm probably going to do a little bit of quilting because it's kind of therapeutic. But right now, it's like I'm not working on any projects. Period. Same here. Like, so right now, I'm like I'm done. I'm I figure I'm going to be done at least for the rest of the year. I still have a bunch of like training tutorials and stuff I need to do. But it's like right now, I can't focus on jack freaking shit. So. I understand. So we're podcasting instead. That's our creative <laughs> endeavor for this weekend. Yes, and then uh, work. Oh my god, work. So that was a chair. <laughs> Work. Go ahead. Talk. So, oh, geez. Uh, so, you, you several, talk. I got to get a refill of water. <clears throat> several things have are changing at work. Uh, they're now converting to PTO, which is paid time off, versus where you basically take your vacation time and your sick leave, and it's all put together in one lump bucket. Now, when I first heard this was going down, I was like, oh, crap. I've only used a total of two hours of sick time, sick time this entire year. And all that's going to get wiped off. And I, basically, I had over, over three weeks, like 100 and, 118 hours. Is that two and a half weeks or crap? I forget. Anyways, I figured I was going to lose all of that. But as it turns out, uh, this is a, like the, a really good thing for me because actually 108 hours is going to be, can be carried over to the next year. And so basically all I have to do is not use that time that's being forwarded. So then it will always be forwarded. I will always have that bucket of extra time. And so I will still get my three weeks of paid vacation plus, uh, 
three weeks paid vacation, the floater day, and then three sick days. Nice. That's what you'd get each year. Only I wasn't using all my sick days, so they the day, extra days were just falling off at the end of the year, and I wasn't getting crap. Now, technically, I've got three extra days of vacation a year that I can take. Woo. So, that works out pretty good for me. However, most of my uh, co-workers are pissed off about it because they are the ones who abuse the system. Not only do they use up all of their sick days within a year, they also take a lot of unpaid days off as well. And so there are times when they've really kind of abused it, mostly because a couple of them are alcoholics. Oh, <laughs> you think they are, allegedly. They're allegedly, allegedly alcoholics, and they brush their teeth with rubbing alcohol. <laughs> Anyways. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got a cough drop Anywho. now, so I should be a little better. Excellent. But uh, beyond that, and I've been having problems with my work van. I've had a work uh, oh. Dodge Promaster. So basically, if you ever considered buying any car manufactured by Fiat, don't. <laughs> because they're pieces of shit. And I will tell you why. Because Fiat's, for some reason, when something goes wrong and... Something goes wrong. Something always goes wrong. <laughs> something always goes wrong. And that it doesn't produce any error codes in the computer. Mm. Which which the error codes would tell them what needs to be fixed. Right. Which would happen to my van. I had to drive it to Spokane. Which is three, three hours. Three hours. One way. One way. Three hours back. Uh, three times. Yeah. And three, three weeks. Three Mondays in a row. You three had Mondays to get up at like four in the morning. Uh huh. So you could be there early enough for them to work on it all day if they had to. Right. And so the last time we decided to just leave it until they got it fixed, because unfortunately, what they said it's the it's not just these. It's like the Jeep Renegades, which is actually a Fiat as well. Really? Hmm. Because it's imported from Fiat, kind of like the Dodge Promaster. Is that once something goes wrong and they don't can't and there's no error code outputted, they have to go, start going through a list. Replace this part. Did it fix the problem? Nope. Replace the next part. And then the uh, next one. And then the next one. And then the next one. And they couldn't get anywhere with it. But like, as we were out driving around yesterday, they noticed that I noticed that the van was back at the store. So my coworkers had went and gotten it. So I assume it's been fixed. God, I hope so. Because otherwise you have to drive the big box truck, which is like harder to get into places. Yes. To deliver the equipment. Well, the thing is with this, with the, the ProMaster, it drives all right. I don't like driving it in the snow. Mm-hmm. Even I like driving it in the snow less than my old van mm. because when you're driving no, wait, the it. The ProMaster is the one you usually drive or the one you're having to drive in place of it? And the ProMaster is my, my new van. Okay. The old van was the Dodge Sprinter, which wasn't even a Dodge. It was an import from Mercedes. <laughs> and I had problems with that. And the thing is, they keep giving us these vans that cannot be fixed locally. Right. Because, one, they don't, the, the local dealership doesn't sell them. Right. So they don't have the equipment to diagnose them. seriously be buying you Fords. Because we've got a big Ford dealer right near your... Exactly. Yeah. But then again, well, who knows? Who knows? Uh, yeah. And so that has been a major pain in my butt. I do not like driving those long distances because that took all day. So it's like I had to get up at four in the morning, and I got home usually at seven o'clock at night. Well, and weren't you driving to Spokane when the van broke down that one time, and you had to go to the bathroom? Oh God, that was the old. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to hear that story, go back a few episodes. 
Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 we won't go there again. <laughs> yeah, All right. So that's wor- what else about work? Um, My work is is good. I just I'm not I'm not working on anything super exciting right now. So I just go to work and I plod through it. Yes, Norny. <laughs> I just had to take away a toy Uh-oh. that was making noise. What? She almost looked like she was about to start climbing up on the curtains. You know, I need to replace those curtains. Those curtains came with the condo, and I've done nothing with them for three years. Three and a half And now. I told you that would be a good idea. It's like, no, I don't want to replace those. Those have been here. I need to find replacements and find out how to fix it. Well, there's nothing wrong with them. There's something wrong with the traverse rod that I need to fix. There's nothing wrong with the curtain, the drapes themselves. They're just boring. And now Norner's throwing a fit because you took the toy away. I know. I took her noisy toy away. Her, and the toy <coughs> in question, she's on the cat tree. Cat tree came with some little string things that hung down that had little fuzzy mice attached to them. The cats tore those off very yes. quickly. So Larry discovered Nornor loves to play with this plastic clothespin. That, it's a huge one. Well, it's it's a it's a, a normal sized clothes. No, it's a it's an actual clothespin for pinning your clothes to the laundry. That line. is not. That's like twice the size of a normal clothespin. No, it isn't. That's, yes, it is. No, that's the size I've always had of clothespins. No, mine are always like thin and made out of wood. Well, this one's plastic, and trust me, that is like two to three times the size of a normal of a normal clothespin. I guarantee you. All right, moving on. This is the size <laughs> of clothespin I've always used, so this looks normal to me. <clears throat> okay. Anyway. I had them, and we used them for, like, to clip chip bags closed and things like that. And somehow, yes. one of them ended up... I think it was when Nornor, before Nornor got her labyrinthitis and basically cat vertigo, mm-hmm. when she used to be able to jump on top of the counter, and somebody left one of these on the counter, and she knocked it off and then played with it on the floor like it was the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. So, we had this clip on the floor, but, of course, it's like a Lego when you step on it. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, Larry pinned it to the string that was still hanging down from the cat tree... And that turned into the best cat toy ever. It's funny. It's, it doesn't matter what you spend on cat toys. It's the improvised shit that they oh love the gosh. most. Oh my gosh, she went wild for it, but it makes a lot well, of noise. Well, it's a spongy. I know string. It's a, str- it's, a, it's an elastic string. And part of it's tied in a knot, so you just clip the right. little deal on the end. So, of the but knot. she was making a lot of, no- and now she's running around in circles as she does. Oh, this is really exciting. She's way, work, work, what, what, what cats, is, and the election. Why is it that every time, anytime we decide to podcast, she goes ape shit because and decides it's time to have fun? She likes your voice because oh, okay. she she loves you like <laughs> like like passionately. When I first got home, I walked in the door and I I was like babies because it was like you know twelve thirty at night, and I hear Mingo go. Broop. And he comes around the corner, and he was really happy to see me. He was meowing. He wanted to be picked up. He was burrowing in my hair and, you know, sucking on my earlobe and all this. And he slept with me that first night like, oh, my God, you're home. Norny couldn't have cared less that I came home after three months. (laughs) And the next day, she was farting around here doing something, and I went in your room to talk to you, and I picked her up and kind of held her on her back like a baby like I do, and I was scritching her belly, Mm -hmm. which she likes. But the whole time I was talking to you, she had her head cocked like 90 degrees to the side to be looking at you. Oh, yeah. While I was holding her as if like, do I, who is this lady? Do I have to put up with this? Larry, do something. And she wanted to be with you. Yes. Now she has since warmed back up to me as much as she ever was because I've been feeding her. Yes. (laughs) And that's about it. Okay. Anything else on video games? Oh. Um, Overwatch. I've been playing a lot of that. Oh, cool. For a while, I, it's like you, you can run into some acidic players. Yeah. 
<clears throat> but even it's like I I had been enjoying it just for playing it, but like ever since you've been back, I've been playing a little bit less because you're you're far more entertaining than <laughs> than the games. Well, you've been playing something that you're just shooting the crap out of people and blowing shit up. What game is on that? Which which one? Uh, is it on the computer or the, the PS4? Uh, well, you've got one on each. Yes, because the one on the, the one on the PS4 is the one that if I come in there and even say, "Hey, Larry, I have a question," like I immediately make you die because uh. it's like that violent. <laughs> it's like I have to wait <clears throat> until you, you know you're in a and there's no calm areas. It seems. Oh, like. okay. So that one that is Battle Battlefield One, which I actually just got. Okay. Um, the only reason I got it is because I I got uh, an email with a promotional code, and it was from one of the other games I'd already purchased. I, I was actually trying to figure out what it's from, and I t- put it in and said, oh, you've got three boxes for Battlefield 1. I'm like, well, I don't have that game. <laughs> and the thing is, I've been because I pre-ordered Final Fantasy, the latest Final Fantasy game that's coming out at the end of this month. Oh, okay. And there's a thing I have to do online to get the, to the downloadable content. There's like... <laughs> Sorry, folks. <coughs> I I clipped the clothespin onto the fur, not the skin, but the fur of Norny's tail, and that was entertaining for about three seconds <laughs> until she got it off. Until she got it off. Yes. Uh, so, what was I saying? Uh, the Battlefield One. Yeah, you had three boxes. Okay, and... so what I was waiting for is for a different promotional code for the Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Because you have to go to this website to do these different tasks. They have part of the game, and then you have to enter in the promotional code to help unlock it that you get from Amazon. (laughs) And I've been waiting and waiting, and then I heard a bunch of people said, yeah, the the codes keep airing out. And I was like, are they even sending me one? What the hell's going on? Because I did it. I like put in the order for it like last week, Yeah. and I just got the code, got the thing for it. Oh, cool. It's like, oh, thank goodness. I finally got that. So I got that. Oh, thank God. Yeah, so I can make the regalia, which is the car they drive around in, gold like a cocoa. Anyways. <laughs> I know. You know what I hate about this cold is it gives you a smoker's cough. <laughs> it does. When you start when you start to cough or laugh or cough, you get that that dry phlegmy wheeze. Yeah. So it's uh, like I'm waiting for that to get, uh, do I have any other games waiting to come out? I think that's it. Well, my gaming update, because I'm actually gaming less than I used to. Yes. Uh, well over a year and a half ago, I was playing some little free phone app, and in order to get more of the important currency I had to download and play this other game. Well, this other game turned out to be Clash of Kings. And I don't know if any of you have played it. Um, I know Liam in Australia has played it. And Ant- Anthony... Anthony... Altrain? Uh, no, not not Ant, but um, Anthony in Texas plays it. Um, I don't want to say last names. So, anyway, but a, f- a few people in Pride 48 play it. And I got so... Addicted, and it's a game with a s- substantial player versus player p- part, but also a lot of stuff that you can just you know you just do and build. I, I called it F- Renaissance Farmville because <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's like it build this thing, improve this thing. Now make soldiers with this thing. Now <clears throat> grow crops. Now mine iron. Now mine mithril. You know, and all. I this had stuff. tried that game for a little while, but yeah. it was like, okay, this is way There's too much going on. There's a zillion things you have to do, and then they kept adding to it, and it was like, at the, by the end of it, you had your own pet dragon in the castle, and you had to remember to tap on him and 
talk to him and praise him and pet him and things like this to, to increase your bond with him. And then you could send him out flying out to go get treasures for you. And they weren't even that great at treasures. It was just oh. cool to have a dragon in your castle. Gotcha. And you had to like go into this game like every hour or two and harvest stuff and make sure your troops were safe and resend them out to a new you know, resource point to get food or wood or whatever it was. Yeah. And I played it hard for a year and a half, over a year and a half. And I was still playing it when I went down to mom's. And with everything that was going on down there, not that her care was like, you know, intensive hours and hours of care, but doing stuff for her generally added four hours to my work day. Yeah. Because there was always an appointment to take her to physical therapy there and back and wait for them to be done with physical therapy, or cardiologist, or hip doctor, or this or that, or go grocery shopping, or this or that. And then I was trying to stay in with my workout schedule, which I did manage to keep working four days a week, working out four days a week. So, and then working an eight-hour day. So I was essentially putting in a 12-hour things-to-do day, 12 to 13-hour things-to-do day, including making mom's meals, yada, yada, yada. And until we got the housekeeper set up, I was also doing some intense, deep cleaning projects at her house because she hadn't been able to take care of her house, and some things hadn't gotten done. Yeah. So, and it was kind of funny because every time I would talk to my sister when she would, in, in times past, when my sister would go down to visit her, I'd say things like, can you go down into the basement and just get one box of mom's stuff and get her to go through it so we can kind of de-hoard her a little bit? And my sister's response was always, no, I'm not going to get to that while I'm here. And I would say, well, well, what are you going to do with mom? She goes, clean this house. And she always made it sound like when she was down there visiting, she was like the white tornado. For those of us over 45, the white tornado refers to a deep clean of a, of a house, mm-hmm. not the other thing that's on Urban Dictionary now. And... Um, Okay. And so when I'm finding that, like, the windowsills are full of dead flies and spiders and caked on dust, you know, and I, okay, I'll, I'll deep clean that, and, you know, I'll do this, and I'll do that. And I finally asked my mom, I said, when Mary's here visiting you, does she do a lot of house cleaning? And my mom looked at me like I had started speaking Russian. <laughs> so I don't know what, I guess running the vacuum cleaner was, because the, the shelves were, you know, you could plant seeds in them, on the in the dust on the shelves. Anyway, that aside... I ended up stopping playing Clash of Kings, and I didn't pay attention to it during one of the weekends when the war event was on. I lost a lot of soldiers. Like, they just got killed. Like, not even in the hospitals. They just got killed. Well, I had made a lot of really good friends mm-hmm. based on because of the alliance that I was in, and a lot of them were in Australia. And so I just gave my three castles to uh, a, a married couple that I know in Australia who are just super people. And they've already done great things with them, like like way more aggressively than I ever did with that game. But I am free at last of that game that sucked up so much of my time and heartburn. And kept you up. I would get set, up I would set on more weekends, I would set alarms for when my shields would fall so that I could put up a new shield because I didn't have a three-day shield and I had to use a series of eight-hour shields. It was insane. It was insane. And I would get so frustrated because... There, there were a lot of bullies in the game who would, like, they'd find out that you had resources and you weren't paying attention, and they would just burn your castle to the point where you were spending tons of time fixing it, and they'd stolen all your resources and killed all your men, and I'm just like, this is a really ugly game, yeah. and there's a lot of really mean people playing it, <clears throat> Yeah, and it was worldwide. I mean, you would get, there were people in, in, in all over America, 
Germany, Russia, Australia, Egypt. Um, I don't, I don't remember if there were any, if we ever ran into any people from African countries, Japan, Singapore, um, the Chinese in the next kingdom over, and they, they, they added a feature where kingdoms could war with each other, not just within kingdom. Mm-hmm. And the Chinese who were dominant in the next kingdom, oh my God, they would just come over and they would just kill us. They were horrible. And, and then, and then they, they would, and then they, gamers. and then they would send you emails taunting you. And the game had a translate feature, so you did understand what they were saying. You could tell it had been translated by a machine, mm-hmm. but they would send you taunting emails. And call you names. I mean, it is an ugly game. And wow. I, yeah, it's, it was bad. I'm so, so glad I'm done with that. The only game I have on my phone right now is a little one person player thing called Alto's Adventure. It's old and it's a continuously scrolling downhill snowboarding run. And you do tricks and you try to link together combos of tricks and things like that. And I'm, I'm three goals away from hitting the top level and then I'll probably be done with it. Mm-hmm. So. I'm so glad I'm not hooked into any game right now. Don't play Neko Atsumi anymore. Oh, yeah. I stopped, I stopped playing that one a while ago. It was pretty addicting. I'm pretty much not playing... But then I got bored with it. <laughs> ...any games on my cell phone, except for I do... I occasionally log into... Uh... <laughs> what the hell's it called? Dawn of the Dragons? No. We played that quite, quite a while. You got me hooked on that one for a while, then I was like... Yeah, you can actually just come back in eventually and just spend a little bit of money and boom, you're... Well, yeah. Um, what was it? Um, oh, Pokemon, that's it. Oh, that's right! You played Pokemon a lot before I left. Yeah, and after you, as soon as you left, then it was like, pfft, nothing. Well, that's because you didn't have me as a co-pilot hitting the Pokestops while you drove. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it's like, I, I, yeah, I'm not playing that anymore. Yeah. We had a lot of fun with Pokemon. We even went down to the park and... Hit a lot of the Pokestops down there and yeah. interacted with some people down there. Oh, so one of the big things, actually, about the games was uh, Blizzard, BlizzCon was just a couple weeks ago. And so the big announcements uh, we thought may have been that they were going to be working on Diablo 4. Yeah. Which it turns out they're not. They're just reworking the original Diablo into Diablo 3 and then inter- introducing the Necromancer class. Okay. So... We've had a lot of fun playing Diablo 3. Yeah. Because there, there's nights when it's just like, let's just turn it on, let's just go kill a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And then you discovered the treasure goblin that you can kill and his portal stays open and you end up going into his treasure I cavern. Have, I have not run across one of those in so long. Oh my God, you got so many millions in gold in I do. I, three I, I, minutes. I, I have not run out of money. It's just... It, it's like, yeah. At, at this point, actually, it, 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 it I, I don't, I never need to go back into, into that, honestly. Because you're just so rich now. <laughs> yeah, I've got so much money now, it's like, I'm never going to spend it all, because you just wind up doing repairs, but you still earn gold, and then there's, uh, uh, once you get the gear through the Kunai's Cube, yeah. and then you turn Legendary Gears, the extra power, yeah. just to save those, and then you can store up to, you can have up to, what, what three powers? or Yeah, three you powers. You can store a whole bunch, but you can activate, like, three, three at one time, right? One for a weapon, one for... A helmet, ar- uh, and one for armor, right? One for jewelry, and one for armor. Okay, yeah. Weapon, jewelry, armor. Yeah. So each of those. And then you can also have other gear that has abilities as right, well. Right, you can't right, right. duplicate an ability, but... And so if you have it in certain sets, certain set pieces, it's like you can do some uber shit. Right. But so if you don't play Diablo 3, Kunai's Cube is this artifact that you find or you earn by, by completing a quest. 
that allows you to detach the superpower from a piece of equipment that you really like. You like the superpower, but maybe you're not that crazy about the equipment, and you don't really want to wear that that thing or yeah. use that weapon. And you can detach the power from it and kind of store it in this virtual library. And when you do, though, it's, then it's at its highest point. Right. Rather than whatever limited version may have right. been in the... Uh, so then you can choose to attach it to... Do you, do you actually attach it <clears throat> to your weapon? or does no. it, Is it in place of whatever your weapon already has? No, it's in addition. In addition to. Okay, so that's you, there's to three say. slots for that, so you can have three powers right. going So on. not only can you have a helmet that allows you to do... Special power A and a and a piece of armor that allows you to do special power B and boots that allow you to do special power C and, and a weapon belt. and a belt and pants and a weapon and each one of them has their special power. Well, on top of that, you can go into your library of detached powers and yeah. say, and in addition to all this crap I'm wearing, all this shit, I want to be able to you know heal 140,000 points of health per minute, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of them that are really cool that you can use in combos. I mean, there's one of them where you, when you hit an enemy, they drop more gold. Oh, yeah. Or there's one where every time you hit an enemy, they drop gold. Yeah. And then another one, when you pick up gold, you gain experience. And then... Uh, right. My favorite it? My favorite one was... You heal I, every time you pick up gold. Right. My favorite one was every... was I, Oh, and we're running out of time. Okay. So my favorite one was uh, the helmet that made, it, made more jewels drop. Ah, uh, yes. So we're going to call this episode done, and uh, we might even go into a third one. Do you have more to say? I don't know. Let's find out. Okay. Bye. Bye.